Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's exciting episode of Some Assembly Required. For those of you who are new, this is a podcast where we basically just chat about real life and how we wrestle with the sermons that we hear on Sunday and uh, what does it mean in our Anabaptist kind of background and experience uh, in our faith. And so today we have the very own man, myth, and legend, our lead pastor, Pat Hand. He is back. He is sharing with us on James (laughs) chapter 3. We're talking about taming the tongue. Uh, It's going to be a good one, right, Pat? Don't. Don't you have to be dead to be a legend? Well, <laughs> if you want to look at it that way, then sure. All right. Well, you, I, you can take that as you want. But. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. There well, I'm glad to be back, Nolan. I love our podcast, and I'm so glad that we can be back today to talk about uh, James chapter 3. Yeah, chapter 3. Who would have thought? We're already on the third chapter, eh? Indeed. Now, this is a doozy. This one's a doozy. It's talking about taming the tongue. That's the main theme of this. And uh, I got to be honest, that's a tough one. Yep. Um, I I don't know how many of us. I mean, typically when I think of taming the tongue, I'll be honest, I think about, uh, uh, you know, when I used to work in the trades and some of those guys there, they would say a lot of rough stuff, right? Yep. Uh, Guilty of it myself at times. And to be honest, thanks to the Holy Spirit that that's not the case anymore. Mm -hmm. So there's a good testimony for it you. It is. But we're going to talk about it a little different in the in the context of real life today. And we're looking at social mm. media. Yep. Um, I feel like I should have went like social media. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so social media, maybe give me some uh, perspective. Have you had some nasty run-ins on social media with, with people and how they metaphorically use their tongue? I'm doing air quotes. You can't yeah, see this. Yeah, I saw this. the air quotes. That was nice. <laughs> But it's it. We use words, right? This mm-hmm. this is who we are. Uh, the statistics say that we spend twenty percent of our life talking, and wow. for some people, it would be much more than that. Uh, I'm then the of introverts that. Uh, would be maybe less than that. But the fact is, on average, twenty percent of our life is spent talking, and um, so I I think it's important. Uh, that sure is uh, plenty of times to mess it up, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes talking's verbally, sometimes talking is on a keyboard mm-hmm. uh, going out into uh, internet land, uh, social media land. And so we're looking at uh, the tongue, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll put that in air quotes as well, the <laughs> tongue and the power that it has to to control us. In fact, the Bible says in in uh, there in James three, it it, mm-hmm. it likens it to a bridle in a horse's mouth, or a small rudder that turns a big ship. You know, it, it mm. the tongue has the power to um, to take over. It has the the yeah. power to take us where we maybe where we need to go. Sometimes, a lot of times, where we don't need to go. Right? For sure. For sure. So yeah, this is an important subject. Yeah, it makes me think about. Uh, so I love history. And um, in particular, sometimes I'm I'm weird. I'm an Anabaptist. I love peace, but I love military history too. It's so weird that way. (laughs) Um, But I think of guys like Napoleon and that Mm -hmm. who, for no reason, rhyme or reason, should they been able to be in power. But because of the way that they could talk and the Mm -hmm. way they can inspire people, yes, this has happened countless times throughout history. People have gained power. They've you know, manipulated people or they've done these things through the use of their tongue. And mm-hmm. and while we live, it, this is weird to say too, we live in a time where you can use your tongue 
air quotes again, but you're not saying anything on the computer. Um, I mean, I find my fair share of weird comments I've seen from people on social media. Have you? Yep. Have oh, you not seen? Oh boy, <laughs> I, I've received uh, through the years uh, some very interesting um, mm. things that people would never say to my face. They feel quite emboldened when they're behind <laughs> a keyboard and nobody's in front of them, right? Yeah. It. Do you think that has to do with the idea that sometimes when we're on social media, we have there's less risk to us right now I could go on I could really go on and make a fake account and stuff like that and you know and you never know who it was but um, people do it and it's their regular account like everyone knows who that person is right and mm-hmm. and people do that do you think there's just a lack of uh, feeling like you're gonna get caught or something like that what do you think I think um, when folks get in the moment, and uh, they're discussing politics or religion or mm-hmm. any of those kind of things that seem to uh, emblazon conversation. I, I think that they they get on the internet and they have a screen in front of them. There's not a person on the other side of it. And I think it's a false sense of security. I can say, I'm in the moment, I can say, what I want to say, and nobody can say anything back. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to get any eye rolls. I'm not going to get anybody shake a fist. You it's know, the, I, it's the perfect one way conversation. It's the perfect one way conversation. <laughs> you always, you yeah. always win the fight when nobody can reply, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and so I think people, um, I think they forget the power that words have. Mm. That words can open doors or they can shut doors. They uh, words can endear you to people or they can just drive people away from you. And we can encourage, we can discourage with it, all of these things. And God says that the power of the tongue, uh, if we're not careful, it controls us instead of us in, in, Mm. in control of it. And we do see that on social media. Yeah. That's where we see it happen. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah, I, one thing I think about even just now is for some reason that passage where Jesus talks about uh, faith the size of a mustard seed, but in the passage he says you can say to this mountain, you know, get up and move. And while yeah. it's in faith, it's, I don't know, part of me thinks like there is some kind of power in speaking something out, right? Yeah, Speaking sure. something sure. over something or someone. I mean, he curses a fig tree and it dies, right? Hmm. Like if there's ever been a physical representation of what our words do it would <laughs> yeah. be that fact right true um especially as christians who yeah. are endowed with god's spirit yeah and i think i think all too often uh not only we cause damage with mm. the tongue but i think also uh we're mad we get bombastic we maybe mm. even vitriol is a good word uh as we write this is how i feel about this you know and yeah. That's one problem with the tongue. The other one is is what we say about people, mm. and they're not there, you yeah. know. And yeah. that happens on social media a lot: the slander or the gossip or the or the criticism. That mm-hmm. you know, again, it's one way conversation. I can mm-hmm. say it, and we we don't realize the damage or the hurt that that causes because yeah. we're in the moment, right? Yeah. Now, as a pastor who's been doing this for many years you have to have seen firsthand right the damage of these kinds of things words and and now social media is relatively new right but um 
yeah, just maybe speaking to that, have you seen a lot of damage caused in churches by or in communities by mm-hmm. gossip and things? Yeah, I, I can give you a, a couple of illustrations. Um, uh, I pastored a church where an older gentleman mm-hmm. uh, misunderstood something I had done, yeah. and so didn't come to see me about it, yeah. and uh, accused me of some things. Uh, uh, I think of stealing a message or something, mm-hmm. and um, and so he wrote a letter to all the leadership about it, and and mm. just really kind of blew it up, and yeah. and it went out to a lot of people. So it kind of forced us to to as leadership to kind of sit down with him and and um, why did you do that, and mm-hmm. and let me walk you through what has actually happened here, yeah, and. Um, and, and so when it was all said and done, the guy says, oh, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't have done that. Mm. I, I will make it right. And in his case, he went to every person, wow. over 20-something people that he had written letters wow. to, and apologized to them and said that I sat down with the pastor. I should have done that in the beginning. But um, but again, the damage is already done. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's like uh, I gave an illustration in the sermon yesterday where where this guy felt bad about what he was saying about somebody, and he went to the pastor, and and the pastor took a pillow and slid it and put it in the wind, and mm-hmm. of course the feathers went everywhere. And he he said to the guy, "All right, now go pick up every feather." And the guy said, "Well, I can't do that." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Exactly." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And yeah. that's the power of the tongue. It goes further than even we realize the damage that it can do, yeah. right? Now, do you think, so a lot of that stuff, I mean, the story you just shared, you know, very personal, had a lot of impact probably in the community you're in. Now, uh, people st- are doing that now online, as mm-hmm. we've been talking about. And so they'll put like, oh, I don't think so-and-so, they'll send it in a private message yeah. instead of a letter maybe now. Yes. Uh, or we comment on things. And, and in that, I'm curious to know your thoughts on this, but... Sometimes I feel like people too are more willing to do it because they can turn around and just delete the comment mm-hmm. and go, "Oh, I never said that." Right? Sometimes you can't. Depends right. on what you're commenting yes. on. But so, you know, it, do you think that, and maybe as Christians too, we need to be more aware or more on guard because, it, or people can even misinterpret our comments sometimes online. Yeah i I think as believers we have a uh, obligation, if mm-hmm. I can use it that way. As a follower of Christ, we answer to a higher calling. Mm-hmm. We answer to a higher set of uh, of uh, ethics and higher mm-hmm. the way we should operate our life. And uh, we're on this journey. We want to intersect with faith and life, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's really important for us when we're eyeballing somebody and mm-hmm. having a hard conversation, uh, which doesn't happen very often. <laughs> no. uh, or we get on the keyboard and they're not in front of us and we're about to write stuff. Um, I think sometimes we, we just need to take an extra step where we, we stop and we count to 10 mm-hmm. and we look at what we've just written. Do I really want that to go out? And mm-hmm. this is a good time to hit delete. Mm-hmm. There's been many messages that I have written on my keyboard that I never sent. Yeah, I won't right? lie. I've done the same thing, especially I think a few years ago when I was a bit more uh, passionate in my <laughs> beliefs. And so 
people will write things like, I don't believe in God in this way, or I mm. think this about maybe this political kind of thing. Yes. And I would go, and I type it all out, you know, frantically typing yes. it out. And I go over it, maybe I spend an hour or something Contending going over Contending for the faith. Yes, yeah, and feeling like I'm, I'm really doing my part. Mm-hmm. And then I go, but is, like, how is it going to be perceived? The tone. Or is it really necessary? Yeah. Or is it going to close a door? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's been one of the biggest things I wrestle with today is, um, you know, sometimes removing, um, how should I say, my political beliefs or things like that, because uh, I'm I'm more so concerned about, am I going to be able to share the gospel in the long run? Oh, absolutely. And I, I think um, we as believers in everything we do, we don't have the luxury of responding the way the world does, mm-hmm. if that is a luxury. We have a higher calling, yeah. and um, and I think I think we should. Um, Lord, help me to have the Jesus tone here. Mm, I like and, that. And the other thing is, Jesus would keyboard. I, <laughs> yeah, the Jesus keyboard. And and second, would I want to receive a message like that from somebody? Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm mad. I I need to get this off my chest. Okay, so write it and then hit delete. That's how you get it off your chest. Mm-hmm. But but our words do hurt. Stick and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's not true. Mm-hmm. I know people who are nursing hurts from things their parents said to them 40 years ago mm-hmm. that uh, it it just causes uh, scarring and hurts and mm-hmm. and bruising that it's very difficult to get over. Oh, and sure. I think the gossip thing, too, is something that's so important. There's a lot of gossip that you yeah. can get off the internet, off yeah. the social media. Or conspiracy theories. Oh, my goodness. Conspiracy <laughs> theories. And and I think sometimes our brains, some of us, we, we are just wired for conspiracy theorists to, mm-hmm. to be open to those mm-hmm. because we, we're we just wired with doubt or we're just wired with, with um, uh, there's got to be something else going on. Mm-hmm. And, and I get that. We're all hardwired different ways but still as believers the spirit of jesus still is what Mm -hmm. needs to be coming out from us and so whether it's a conspiracy theory that we're just putting out there and it must be true because the internet said it Mm -hmm. or our favorite uh uh, commentator or even our favorite pastor said it so Mm -hmm. it must be true Mm -hmm. and uh, you know rick warren gives a great definition of gossip. He says, when we're talking about a situation with somebody who is neither part of the problem or part of the solution, mm-hmm. then we're probably gossiping. Mm. And I, I just think that's a powerful word for us today. Um, I think social media is a great tool. I mm-hmm. think it's a great tool mm-hmm. to bless and to inform, um, but um, it can be a lousy master. Mm-hmm. You what know. was it? What was that quote you did from? I think it was Walt Disney as well. What was that one? Yeah, you know Walt Disney. Um, he said a couple of phrases he used in life. He said, "I I've seen uh, two types of people. I've seen uh, people who are well poisoners. Mm. Uh, that is, they just pour they just pour mud on everything you want to do. They just tell you how it's not going to work, and they yeah. squash dreams, and they." They just discourage people. Mm. Uh, that's a well poisoner. Mm-hmm. But then there's life enrichers mm. that's that yeah. use the tongue uh, as a as a tool to bless and encourage and um, 
and to just just to root on people to uh, to be their best and to do their best. Yeah. And um, I think Walt was probably right about that. Yeah. Well, Pat, thank you so much for having this conversation about taming the tongue in the context of social media. And I think next time, before I make any comments, I'm going to type in WWJD first. <laughs> Not then, a bad thing to do. At the, <laughs> the top keyboard. of every message, put yeah. it there. Yeah. And uh, then we can uh, use that as the filter, right? That's right. That's right. We don't have to have photo filters. We'll just have that as the filter. So, But also the power of the tongue to bless. Yeah. And to encourage mm-hmm. and to speak peace. Yeah. That's uh, we, true. we can't leave without uh, the great blessing that we have to do that. Yeah. We should really maybe want to encourage all of our listeners out there, maybe send a message to somebody today, even, and just encourage oh, them in their great walk. Idea. And, you know, great it doesn't idea. have to be uh, like ourselves, for instance, here. It could be other people, family members, anything like that. Uh, you don't even have to say maybe that you're praying for them. Maybe just say, you're awesome. Thank you for being you. Yes. Right? The world would oh, be a I better place that. if we did that, right? Oh, it would be a, such a better place. And mm. put a light in somebody's step. So, For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Pat. And uh, if you want to connect more, our listeners out there, you can just send an email to nolan at waynefleetbic.com. Uh, if you have comments, questions, or uh, you know you want something for us to chat about, that'd be a great place to do that. And I'd love oh, to Oh, that'd just... be beautiful. I'd love for people to send in yeah. ideas that they'd like to hear about. Yeah, that'd be great to chat about. And we hope you have a great week and that you continue on and wherever you're at, trying to follow Jesus in your own day-to-day life. And we pray that God blesses you. Have a great week. Speak peace. And uh, thanks for being here today. God bless.